Dickens last night. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> Nobody says that. Please I... say you regarded that. <laughs> no, <Nice>. fuck. <laughs> Nobody says that. Well, I don't know. Um, <laughs> it was I'm really weird because I thought you were going to say slept like the dead. <laughs> yeah. And then it was like dick. And I was like, <laughs> in, oh, wait, no, it still doesn't make that, sense. That was quite the adventure for you. Then. I know. I slept like crazy last night. I, I, uh, <laughs> I am, drank too much on Wednesday night, had a very terrible sleep, woke up on Thursday morning at 5.30 to go to work, barely made it through the day, went to bed early again on Thursday night, mm-hmm. and then worked again on Friday. So I just feel like I've been playing catch up, and like this is the first mm. time all week that my alarm hasn't been going off at 5 a.m yeah. so it's just very like my body was like no we're we're Sleep staying staying asleep and i slept till 7 30 which is like unheard of for me mm-hmm. um well, that's you're like be sleeping a lot better because your job is a lot more physical now it's very physical yes yes plus they walk like to and from right so it's like a very long day of being on my feet mm-hmm. which is good i like it you got so good shoes it means the like the Dickens means just means a lot or very much. Yeah, I thought so. I so. slept a lot. I didn't say it didn't make sense. I said nobody yeah. says that. <laughs> I feel like they would as a general intensifier. Common. Do they have a graph like, of the the popularity? <laughs> hurts like the Dickens. Run like the Dickens. Yeah. Work like the Dickens. Miss you like the Dickens. <laughs> miss you like. The okay, Dickens. can we get a graph though? <laughs> Did it last peak in like the 1600s? <laughs> Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I am exempt from those rules. <laughs> I was in the grocery store a little while ago, and I was <laughs> reading labels to see a sugar content on different snacks that I wanted to get, because this is my life. And this girl came up beside me. It was like a girl and a guy. And she reached around me for a bag of um, veggie chips or something, or like like. I don't know what it was, but you know, like the healthier kind of snaps, snacks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and she picked it up and then she turned to her boyfriend and went tomato basil fucking slaps. And I was it like, does. break. <laughs> like my brain just like, like my eye twitched a little bit. I was just like, what? Like she said it so genuinely. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like it was just this, like it fucking slaps. It slaps I was like, okay. It's just so interesting to me. How the youth of today, (laughs) how easily they throw words into their vocabulary. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, and it changes. Like, your friend Tim, he'll pick up whatever's going on with whatever's trendy to say and just immediately bring it into his lexicon. And it's, but then it changes. Like, Mm -hmm. when we were at your bachelorette party, it was like any song that he liked was a banger. Yeah. And then... I'm sure it's something different now. Like, it's just, they're so yeah. easily adaptable in yeah. their dialogue. 
I mean, yeah, where is yeah. Marcy? Where is Isaac? <laughs> like, the like the Dickens. Dickens. <laughs> <laughs> Which is from Shakespeare. So your slang is. Yeah. You got Shakespearean slang. I mean, which, again, it, yeah, it's appropriate fits, for me. Fits, yeah. <laughs> but I also, like, yeah. It just. So, I say so stuff adaptable. like that. I say, I say stuff like that just to bother my wife. That's about it. Like, so I'll be like. Oh, what a, uh, I can't even think of anything on the spot. I just kept thinking of like, Tim. Yeah. Like, he does stuff like that all the time. He'll just say things. I'm like, what? Like, where did you even get that from? He's like, oh, that's what all the kids are saying. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, And I just don't care enough to keep up yeah. with whatever the kids are it's doing. Like, it's a thing. I hear that all the time. It's a thing. That's sure funny. it is. I And I didn't mean that judgmentally. I think that it's it's incredible how, how adaptable mm-hmm. some people are to like, this is what it is now. This is what I say now. Yeah. I'm still saying lit. <laughs> Like late, <laughs> you got on there late, and you're still in it. Exactly, and she means literature when she yeah. says it. Reads <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Shakespeare. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out a book. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> Hello, you're listening to the Odd Sisters podcast. I'm Marcy. I'm Allison. And I'm Julia. You should have done an SNL intro. <laughs> I don't even know where to start with that. <laughs> Julia, go. The, like, it's the Odd <laughs> Sisters podcast. That's great. With a special guest. Marcy. <laughs> special, Allison. Special guest. And Julia. That's not a special guest. Same people that are here every week. We can week. be special. You could have done all your pets, yeah. which are currently oh. in the room with us. Yeah. Sandwich. <laughs> Elfie dug into his bed. <laughs> Is that Elfie's rapper name or something? <laughs> yeah. Elfie dug into his bed. <laughs> yeah, he just needs like a weird, like a very, co- like Elfie dug into his bed like Williams. <laughs> like something normal on the end. Wow. Um, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> For nobody. <laughs> what are we talking about today? <laughs> I thought it was fun. You, you usually do. <laughs> I gotta open my thing. Creak, creak. You're gonna open your thing? I gotta open my thing. Oh, yeah. It's much like the first episode we ever did where Allison has suddenly remembered that she's hosting today. I didn't suddenly remember. I just remembered I didn't have my thing open. We're gonna talk about a Greek <sighs> philosopher oh. who is so funny in a very annoying way. <laughs> Oh no. That sounds like fun. Uh but it's it's not like when we get to him, it's gonna be very funny. But before I thought we could talk about Greek philosophy. Just kinda on the general. Oh, just a general, very quick overview. So who's the you think I don't know. I hate when you open the floor. Is the most famous <laughs> Greek philosopher. I always guess wrong. Me? Yeah. Anyone. <laughs> well, you too. Oh, I'm waiting for you to guess. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, wait. Socrates. They're both looking at me. Socrates. Very. Mm. Anyone? Nothing? Um, what's Aristotle. Uh, I'm trying to think of um, Mel Brooks's name in History of the World. Comicus. Comicus. <laughs> Stand-up philosopher. <laughs> that's all I can think of. <laughs> all right. So that's where she's at. <laughs> 
politics, 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 politics. <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's accurate. So we're, we're going to kind of talk. I could watch that. Yeah, right. I could yeah. watch that, too. Now that's what I want to do. I found yeah. that when I was unpacking my movie. Oh, did so you? I do have it still. Amazing. Um, so we're going to talk about Socrates. He's kind of like the, I'm not going to say the first one, but I think he's definitely the most influential mm. of the Greek philosophers. And then we're going to talk about some people that are, what's the word you would use? I want to say fanboys. Mm. <laughs> Socrates. Uh-oh. Love it. Students, I guess. <laughs> no, I liked the first one. I like yeah. fanboys. <laughs> so uh, the philosopher Socrates, this is a quote, sorry. The philosopher Socrates remains as he was in his lifetime, an enigma, an inspiration individual who despite having written nothing is considered one of the, one of the handful of philosophers who forever changed how philosophy itself was to be conceived so he's Wait, very he never important. wrote anything he never wrote anything just nothing that he taught or anything like that he wrote down but we'll get to that okay more later i'm assuming somebody wrote it down at some point <laughs> <laughs> so born <laughs> around 470 bc in athens his parents were quote relatively affluent athenians so he's he's not like poor or anything no. affluent athenians sounds like a store <laughs> <laughs> like where you could buy like 120 dollars jeans yeah <laughs> there's it from affluent there's athenians. just one pair of jeans in the whole store <laughs> yeah exactly <It's> empty <laughs> Um, just busts everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Can I buy that? No. no. <laughs> so, yeah. So he's this affluent Athenian parents. He gets a pretty standard education for kids in Athens with affluent parents. Learns bas- like basic how to read and write. Mm-hmm. Uh, learns poetry. Learns gymnastics. I think was one thing I saw. Ooh la la. As you do. Um, goes to war. I'm a uh, <laughs> what did you just say? I'm a tumbler, I'm a but tumbler. like like five times faster than anybody could ever understand. I've had some I'm coffee <laughs> this morning. That was shocking. And it sounded sugar. like you were saying I'm a tumbler while tumbling. <laughs> no one approved. I wasn't like you were in like a 1930s movie yeah. where like someone's like in the middle of a dance. I'm a tumbler, and then. Yeah. Tumbles. Tumbles. <laughs> Just falls. Eats it. It's my cat name. <laughs> Tumbles. Tumbles. It's like really cat as in like cats, like the musicals? Yes. Okay, good. Yes. Because that's course. also what I was picturing. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. What does your cat song go like? Rum tum tumbles. <laughs> <laughs> When I'm hungry, it falls over. <laughs> my, my cat disagreed with that. Yeah. She's like, shut up. So that's rude to cats. <laughs> we have perfect balance all the time. Just falls off the stage like right at the beginning of the song. It's just a two-step. It just goes... <laughs> <laughs> well, I. <laughs> and that was the last we ever saw of her. That's 
how you get the audience participation in cats. <laughs> <laughs> Just hold like to the front row. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just on the ground for the rest of the show <laughs> winded <laughs> okay all right <laughs> what what just happened i don't, I don't know. know so socrates <laughs> yes right <laughs> all right all so right. he's got affluent parents <laughs> learns gymnastics right thank you right. there we go <laughs> that's where it went um, wrong <laughs> And then all the kind of young men in Athens have to do, like, military service. So oh, okay. he joins kind of, yeah. like, the military. He's in a bunch of campaigns. He's a soldier. All that sort of stuff. Then he starts, like, kind of, like, going around and uh, starts doing his philosophy stuff where he's just walking up and, like, asking people questions. <laughs> I'll go into it more later. Oh but he's really just, like he's, like, he's almost just, like, walking up and, like, putting up, like, a little, like box to stand on and being like have we ever thought yes <laughs> okay <laughs> kind of a thing anyway he starts to um attract uh, a following um <laughs> and uh one of the reasons he probably starts to get kind of like no one around athens apart from being the guy that's like going up and like asking all these philosophical questions of people mm-hmm. uh is he looks very strange <laughs> he's a weird looking guy oh uh, is a quote. Uh, Socrates was profoundly ugly. Oh, resembling profoundly. a satyr more than a man, <laughs> and resembling not at all the statues that turned up later in ancient times and now grace internet sites in the covers of books. He had wide-set, bulging eyes that darted sideways and enabled him, like a crab, to see not only what was straight ahead but what was beside him as well. No, he was <laughs> so he was a man with vision. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Sid the Sloth. What's the guy we had in Charles that walked like a crab? Charles the seventh, eighth. Yeah. Oh, crab walked yeah. his way into the door. <laughs> he didn't have crab eyes though. No, he, no, he did that not door. see that door coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. Crab people. <laughs> he, also, <laughs> uh, he also had a flat, upturned nose with flaring nostrils oh and God. large, fleshy lips like an ass. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's a great Are you able to find right? a drawing of this? I'm going to do one. You should give it to like someone that does like crime. Yeah. Yeah. Those, those like crime. Eye- <laughs> 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 no, the eyewitness photos, you know. <laughs> Somebody who does crime. <laughs> Can you also draw? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Takes the pen. <laughs> Mine. Um, that's. Insane. Unfortunate. <laughs> Sounds like um, a satyr is like, like that's like um, like Pan. Yeah, I couldn't figure out. How so that. he looked like how people would have described Pan, like, like Phil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like from Hercules. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, like... I need that. That needed a little more context. <laughs> like I don't know somebody named Phil who just <laughs> looks like a satyr. <laughs> Very um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Socrates let his hair grow long, Spartan style, and went about <laughs> barefoot and unwashed, carrying oh a stick God. and looking arrogant. He didn't change his clothes, but efficiently wore in the daytime what he would cover himself with at night. Oh, so, okay. He's an interesting looking guy. Sure is. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I like how so, the, per- the person describing him 
like took just as much offense to him carrying a stick around <laughs> than just his whole general look like some look at that guy with this fucking stick what an asshole um <laughs> so one of the things he became famous for was his self-control uh while never abstaining like a hundred percent from anything he never overindulged in like food or drinks or sex which i guess was not the norm in athens for the Mm. affluent i guess they like overindulged and his whole thing was like he was like Mm. i eat only what i need to sustain myself (laughs) kind of a thing um so the young people in uh athens really started following him and listening him to him and looking up to him Mm -hmm. one of these young people was plato Mm. heard of plato Mm mm-hmm Another famous philosopher. Um, he was born sometime around either 429 or 423 BC. So he's a bit younger than Socrates mm-hmm. is. Uh, also, just a fun fact about Plato, his uh, name at birth was probably Aristocles, not Plato. Hmm. <laughs> the nickname Plato uh, probably comes from he was in, super into wrestling. And uh, while he was wrestling, wrestling apparently... Uh, they would call him uh, Platon, which is like a Greek. It comes from a Greek word for broad, which oh. he just had a very broad chest and shoulders. Okay. So then not like a broad. Shortened. No, not no. like a broad. <laughs> <laughs> or a so broad. The, the, yeah, one of the stories <laughs> is that his wrestling coach started calling him Plato. Interesting. So, and then I guess it just stuck. Yeah. It's a cool nickname. Um, I like that it's a wrestling nickname. <laughs> right. Like, it's like The Rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Plato. Uh, he's also from a very affluent uh, family. Um, quote, his father traced his descent from the king of Athens, Codrus, and the king of Messenia, Melanthus, who, according to ancient Hellenic tradition, Cordos uh, was said to be a descendant of Poseidon. So right. <laughs> he's like... I'm related to this guy that's possibly a descendant of Poseidon. So that's a very affluent family. Yeah, that's a very hmm. yeah. rich thing to say. <laughs> I'm descended from a god. <laughs> so Plato was super into Socrates' teachings, uh, which kind of included um, the belief that human choice was motivated by the desire for happiness. Ultimate wisdom comes from knowing oneself and the more a person knows, the greater his or her ability to reason and make choices that will bring true happiness. That's an interesting thing yeah, to think. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he believed the best form of government was not a democracy, but one, quote, ruled by individuals who have the greatest ability, knowledge, and virtue and possessed a complete understanding of themselves. And he wanted to establish, quote, an ethical system based on human reason rather than theological doctrine. So his one big thing that Socrates did is he'd walk around Athens questioning, quote, the elite and common man alike. Um, so he created this form of debating, which is known as the Socratic method. It goes something like this. So Socrates finds a person that mm-hmm. he's going to debate with uh, and asserts a thesis. For example, courage is endurance of the soul. Um, <laughs> Socrates decides whether this thesis is false and targets for refer- uh, refutation. So he'll still like, yeah, you know. you're either going to, he's going to find someone that's going to argue against him. Yeah. And so he'll take whatever side that is that's going to be the opposite of the person that he's arguing against. Mm. Uh, Socrates secures uh, the, the, like, the person he's talking to. It says inter interlocutor 
is the word for like the person he's debating with. Uh, he secures his interlocutor's agreement to further premi- uh, premises. For example, courage is a fine thing and ignorance endurance is not a fine thing. Socrates then argues and the interlocutor agrees. These further premises implying the contrary of the original thesis in this case, it leads to courage is not endurance of the soul. Socrates then claims he has shown his interlocutor's thesis is false and (laughs) its negation is true. So he purposely finds someone that thinks something like courage is the endurance of the soul. And then through arguing with them and debating, we'll be like, well... (laughs) ignorant endurance is not a fine thing and they'll be like yeah yeah that's not a fine thing and he's like okay so then you'd have to agree that courage is not endurance of the soul and they'll be like (laughs) so he's just like confusing them (laughs) i guess i guess so (laughs) (laughs) hmm huh so anyway that all sounds pretty fucking annoying (laughs) yeah Yeah. right uh and the interlocutor who again was sometimes just some random guy on the street sometimes a member of the elite uh would probably walk away from socrates feeling very embarrassed and foolish at the end of this whole thing so he's literally just being a dick to people yeah i was gonna say he must (laughs) have been really popular uh which is probably why in 399 bc socrates was accused of corrupting the youth of athens and sent to sentenced to death by drinking hemlock poison (laughs) whoa so they got rid of him and he did it it's like a tree yeah Is that our guy? I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Is that our guy? (laughs) Motorcycle guy. So he he does. He goes through with it. There's a bunch of really famous like Renaissance paintings and stuff like that of Socrates drinking hemlock. So they were just like poison. Because you're so fucking annoying, you have to poison yourself and die. Yeah, he was. I mean, he was directing people to question things i guess yeah. was part of it and athens like I, I don't have anything about it here but athens had really really strict rules yeah. like yes. very very particular rules and so i think it was just he was kind of upsetting the status quo and like a lot of his followers were young people so he's like i don't know like a 60 year old man and most of his followers are like 20 something kind mm-hmm. of a thing so it was like the next generation of people is like yeah I don't know about this. Do you think this? Do you think yeah. That? And so they were like, let's just get rid of this guy. <laughs> let's get rid of him. That's crazy. He's making him think and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Plato, who again, as I mentioned, was a big follower of Socrates. Mm-hmm. Um, he dedicated his life to the question of virtue and the formation of a noble character. Uh, all in the name of Socrates. Kind of a thing. Uh, following his idol's death, Plato traveled for 12 years, possibly going to Egypt and some other places around, kind of the Mediterranean. Um, he went to Italy and Sicily, where he was, quote, disgusted by the sensuality of life there, <laughs> which I just put in, because, like, I like the idea, like, Greece and Italy are so close together. I like that a Greek person goes to ancient Italy and is like, ooh, <laughs> what are you guys doing here? Um, and then eventually he returns to Athens at the age of 40 and, quote, founded one of the earliest known organized schools in the Western civilization. Um, many intellectuals were schooled in this academy, the most prominent one being Aristotle. Mm. Um, and Plato is the person who wrote down all of Socrates' teachings. Ah. So uh, Plato has like a whole bunch of like, I guess they're called like the dialogues or something like that. And a lot of them will be like, and then Socrates said. So it's like him kind of like mm. remembering or maybe reimagining things that Socrates did in his mm. lifetime. And he's the yeah. person that wrote all that stuff down. 
But he wasn't the only person that was a huge fanboy of Socrates and Ooh. attempting to live his life the way Socrates may or may not have wanted him to live their life. There was also a philosopher called Diogenes. Okay. Okay. Have you heard of him before? No. Okay. Uh, born in, I think it's Sinope? Sinope? I don't know. Uh, in 412 BC, Diogenes was the son of a banker, and it seems likely that Diogenes was also like enrolled in banking school and supposed to go into the banking business. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at some point, and the exact date is unknown, he became involved in a scandal involving the adulteration or debasement of currency. So <laughs> he was literally like making fake money. Yeah. Oh, no. And then he was exiled from his city. Mm-hmm lost his citizenship and all his material possessions. So this is a time when uh, when you were born in a city, you actually got like a citizenship to that city. So if you were born in Athens, you were like a citizen of Athens specifically. So he's been kicked out. So now he doesn't have a citizenship. <laughs> he's oh, just no. like... Yeah, he's a wanderer. Wanderer. Um, according to some uh, probably not super credible sources, quote, Diogenes went to the Oracle at Delphi to ask her... F- or for her advice, and was told that he should, quote, deface the currency. So, I don't know if that's true or if he just made that up afterwards. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> Delphi no. told me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, following this whole money laundering thing or whatever the heck he was doing, um, he decided that the oracle meant that he should deface the political currency rather than actual coins. And he traveled to Athens and made it his life's goal to challenge establishment customs and values. He argued that instead of being troubled about the true nature of evil, people merely rely on customary interpretations. Which doesn't seem half crazy. Yeah. 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 Um, So he arrived in Athens with a slave... (laughs) Named Manes, I think is his name. Yeah. Or Manus. Uh, who basically, as soon as he arrived, the slave just ran away. <laughs> he left. Good for him. With co- <laughs> characteristic humor, Dione- uh, Di- Diogenes dismissed his ill fortune by saying, if Manes can live without Di- Diogenes, why not Diogenes without Manes? Wow. So he's All like, right. that's fine. It's Rolling good. with the punches. Um, in Athens, he became interested in uh, the teachings of Socrates. So when he gets there, he's like, there's all these philosophers. Plato's got his school set up, I think, already at this point. Anyway, there's a bunch of people, like, lamenting Socrates yeah, and how amazing he was. And so he gets super into it. And he finds this um, student or follower of him called Ant- Antisthenes. Antisthenesis? <laughs> I don't know what his name is. Oh, jeez. Um, and he basically finds this guy and he's like, I want you to be my mentor. And the philosopher is like, no. And he's like, please, <laughs> I really want you to mentor me in like philosophy. And he's like, no. Um, and uh, eventually the philosopher <laughs> beat him off with his staff because Diogenes was so insistent. <laughs> was oh, my like, God. Come on, come on, come on. And he's nope. like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and Diogenes <laughs> responded, quote, strike for you will find no wood hard enough to keep me away from you so long as I think you've something to say. Uh, which was apparently the right response to being a beat with a staff because Diogenes then became Antistheth- Antisthenes' pupil, quote, despite the brutality for which they had- he was initially received. <laughs> what? Wow. <laughs> All right. So it's like a, like, a test. Yeah. Like yeah. A willow. Right? <laughs> it's your own finger. <laughs> You, you survived to. the beating. So, <laughs> welcome. Uh, this guy mentors you him. You have faith in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. 
<laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. So he so gets, he gets mentored. Yeah. He gets mentored by this guy. And uh, soon he's famous enough that um, he kind of starts preaching his own kind of philosophy. Um, and uh, just to say this off the bat before we get into the things that he did, mm-hmm. uh, Diogenes was a super weird dude. <laughs> Like, no, really? weird. Really weird. Um, not that this is the weird thing, but just that he had a severe dislike, quote, for what he regarded as the folly, pretense, vanity, self-deception, and artificiality of human conduct. Uh, he allegedly lived in a wine barrel. Uh, sometimes where he lived is described as a tub. Um, and he survived off a diet of onions. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my God. So, wh- do you live on a pirate ship? Like, a what tub. A tub. It's like a stowaway? In a like, barrel world? sometimes? Like it's just on the he street? He lived like, yeah, like in, you would be walking around Athens and you'd see like an alleyway and that was like where like Diogenes that. lived in a tub. It's like the guy in like Disenchantment where he's selling me flavored water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what? good. Um, <laughs> like what the yeah and why did he only weird. eat onions I don't, like i, I bet he ate them like an apple available too. probably yeah oh my God. Just like, i don't think he was cooking them um one day he saw a child cupping his hand to drink water after that he threw away his own cup remarking something along the lines of a child has beaten me in plainness in the in the plainness of living so he's like i guess like socrates whole thing was like the self-control and the not like overindulging mm-hmm. yourself in any, and this like, very like simplistic way of living. Like you only need. Yeah. Like what do you actually, what need? do you actually yeah. need? So he sees this kid drinking water with his hands and he's like, I don't need a cup. I can drink water with my hands. So he throws the cup away. And the right. same thing with the living. I can live in this tub. I don't need to have a house. So he's living in a tub. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's interesting. Uh, he believed any well, act. Uh, back then, like, I mean, what did you really? Yeah. I guess that was part of his thinking, yeah. too. Like, We're not talking about, like, heating no. and toilet and, you know, like, really. Yeah, it was just kind of, like, shelter. But I guess yeah. he was, like, this, whatever he's living in this he wine barrel. He probably has a lid to tub. go on that barrel. <laughs> <laughs> this is shelter enough. Uh, he believed any act that was considered natural and acceptable in private should also be considered natural and normal in public. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. There's when some uh, red excuse flags. Me? <laughs> <laughs> he famously ate at the marketplace, which was something considered very taboo at the time. So that people would go to like, it's like a public well, market. Well, yeah, because he's eating onions. <laughs> That's taboo anywhere. I don't care where you but are. The market was like, <laughs> You went to the market, you bought food, and you brought it back to your yeah, home. Yeah. He's, like, going to the market and buying food and then, like, standing or sitting in the market and eating it. And people are like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um, when asked about mm-hmm. this act, he replied, quote, I did, for it was in the marketplace that I was hungry. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean yeah. I guess it's... But your impulse is... Nah. Okay, keep going. One day, Diogenes was eating while in the public market and was surrounded by a bunch of men who started ridiculing him and calling him a dog. Because he's eating in the market. Yeah. Diogenes replied, quote, If I'm the dog, why are you all surrounding me and grunting at me while I'm eating? (laughs) The Greek word for dog... Let's beat him up. (laughs) ...is cynic, which became the name of Diogenes' brand of philosophy. Cynicism. Oh, cynicism. Oh, 
Oh no. On another occasion, a group of wealthy Athenians at a banquet. Guy in a barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, (laughs) An onion man in a barrel. Yeah. (laughs) Onion man in a barrel. On another occasion, a group of wealthy Athenians at a banquet began throwing bones at Diogenes. Sorry. Oh, she took that pillow with her. I was moving a cat. Uh, They began throwing bones at Diogenes, insulting him and calling him a dog. Diogenes then responded but to this by lifting his leg and urinating on the banqueters. <laughs> Let's get literal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he would also uh, just urinate in people's houses, like on their <laughs> floors, right in front of them. Wow. At one point, Diogenes showed up to Plato's house and made a mess <laughs> on his rug, to which Plato took exception. Diogenes relished shaming Plato by making a show of it, jumping up and down on Plato's, quote, pride. Uh, Plato sniped right back and said, well, while you are trampling my pride, you're making sure that your pride is on full view of everyone. Apparently, Diogenes' tunic was not doing a good job of covering him as he jumped up and down. Oh. They don't. I mean, I mean. (laughs) That's what Plato said. (laughs) What? uh, What? In another story, Diogenes was invited into the home of a rich man. Upon stepping into the ancient Greek equivalent of Why a mansion, Diogenes cleared his throat and spit on the floor. The rich man freaked out and explained to Diogenes that the floor was super expensive and asked him to, quote, find somewhere less honorable and worthy to spit. So Diogenes spit in the man's face. Ew. Uh... Whoa. Why are you inviting him inside? <laughs> I don't know. It seems like philosophers are like, like they're like these like celebrities of yeah. ancient Greece. But it's like he's a dirty man that's yeah. living in like a wine barrel in the yeah. street. And Just everyone calls him a things. dog and he's peeing everywhere. And you're like, come into my home. Yeah, like, right. You're lucky he spat on your floor. He and just lives on the street. It. Just go and visit him at his barrel. <laughs> Like, why do you have to invite him either. over? Because you feel bad? I don't know. Because he coined a term? Yeah. I can coin a term. <laughs> <laughs> nice try. <laughs> Frump up. <laughs> what does it mean? It is how I feel first thing in the morning. I'm a little frump wop today. <laughs> frump wop. Um, in another story, um, after Plato Frumulant. had given, <laughs> after Plato had given Socrates' definition of a man as quote a featherless biped, uh, and was very much praised for that definition, Diogenes plucked a chicken and brought it into Plato's academy, threw it on the floor in front of everyone, and said, "Behold, I've brought you a man." Oh my God! After that incident. <laughs> um, with broad flat nails was added to Plato's description. <laughs> so wow. he said any featherless bi- or featherless biped is a man. He brought him a plucked chicken. <laughs> and behold, a man. And then man. Plato was like, I meant I meant any featherless biped with broad flat nails. <laughs> <laughs> and not talons. Not talons. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Fuck you. So he's just contradictory. He is. Like cynicism, sure, like I'm a very cynical human, but that's just like contrarian. Like that's just 
being a fucking asshole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> There's always one, isn't there? Always. Um, probably the most famous story about Diogenes, which may or may not be true, uh, but is the story of the time he met Alexander the Great. So allegedly they were in the same city after Alexander's conquest, and Alexander sought to meet the famous philosopher. He found a dirty man who had absolutely no interest in meeting the young conqueror, who was, at the time, the most powerful figure in the Western world. When Alexander stood over Diogenes and asked if there was anything Diogenes would ask of him, the philosopher just said, yeah, can you move out of the way? You're standing in my sunlight. (laughs) Wow. Wow. (laughs) So, like, people are hearing these things, and I guess it's just getting lost. He's like... I think he's like the dickhead rock star of Greek philosophers. It sounds like it. Right? Like, oh, buddy. You know, like, Socrates was kind of like the first, the first one. Mm-hmm. And he, you know, influenced all these young philosophers and then he got killed for it. And you've got Plato, who is like, basically all Plato's teachings are just Socrates' teachings. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's influencing like Aristotle and like mm-hmm. some other guys too. And then Diogenes is the one that's like, I'm going to do that, but like way more in your face and worse. <laughs> Awful. Like Socrates was like some ugly man who didn't bathe. I'm going to be like a gross man who doesn't bathe, but also so pees cool. on your floor. That's okay. That's okay. Right. So. A gross man that pees on your floor. <laughs> That's so gross. Good thing they don't have carpets. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Don't they? There's they, weaving. There's like, I was thinking like carpet, carpet, not like rugs. True. But, you know, pee on the floor is pee on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it's either going to absorb into like the grout of a tile or wood or. Yeah, like there's no true. There's no element that exists that is impervious to. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, after all this, being a dick, uh, (laughs) Diogenes died, uh, most likely, probably just of old age. He just lived in the wine barrel until he was, like, 60 or 70 or 80 or something like that. I just don't, I can't, like, slept, slept in a wine barrel. Sure. Okay, so he slept in a wine barrel. But the, the concept of living, like, as if he went there just for some quiet time. (laughs) <laughs> like it wasn't just about sleeping he just like tucked himself in and then sat in his wine barrel like, he was like i can live here it's so weird <laughs> it's, very, it's weird. very weird um there were some Your stories would just be like yeah <laughs> just like a little gremlin uh there were stories that he uh became ill after eating raw octopus that he suffered an infected dog bite and there's one story that says he just died after holding his breath until he died <laughs> He willed it to be so. Yeah. Which uh, sounds like something he would do, but it's most likely it was Somebody just probably old age. just said, like, I bet you can't hold your breath yeah. for, like, He's 10 like, I minutes. don't even need air. Yeah. <laughs> just um, such a contrarian that just, like, <laughs> dies. Although Diogenes <laughs> had requested his remains to be thrown to wild beasts, his friends and admirers instead showed him a... Uh, insisted that he should receive a proper burial a marble mm. pillar and a statue of a dog were put above his grave <laughs> wow and that's what? the best philosopher ever <laughs> a complete oh cock God. i hate him <laughs> i hated I everything you. about that that made me so uncomfortable trying to picture like what it would be like to come up against that person right i'm surprised nobody killed him and i would just retreat i'd just be like no <laughs> i don't want to be in this but anymore. it's 
Yeah. It's interesting because it's like Socrates was doing the same thing, just not as like in your like yeah. him. Like yeah, he was still dirty grabbing and... people in the street and being like, "This is just ugly, dirty." The ugly thing doesn't really matter, but like you know, like just being this like dirty. He must have been very smelly. Yeah, man, that's just I, debate like, with me. Debating with yeah. you would be so upsetting. It must be interesting to be at a time with the concept of free thought or elevated thought being so new that you would. It's like wait, gravitate what? towards that that they yeah. would get a following just for asking questions, yeah, rather than just being. That's I kind was, of interesting. And like but. you know, we're getting we're like the the hits were like relayed to us, right? Like there must have been so many misses, definitely. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like went nowhere <laughs> to just like nobody wanted to even touch that. It's just like mm, no, <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. And I wish there was more stories of him interacting with Plato because they were both in Athens at the exact same time. So while Plato's doing his whole like school and like teaching Aristotle, this guy's walking in there with plucked chickens and like yeah, then like no, you're probably dumb. like oh here he comes again. <laughs> Have like little sketches of him around. Be like yeah. no entrance. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this man? Don't admit him in. It's just a picture of a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Last scene. Wow. <laughs> well, that was incredible. Well, the good thing about living in a barrel is that you can just move it to wherever you want. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You just sure. roll down the street. You probably just like <laughs> parked it outside the school a couple times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> anyway, what a great guy. Yeah. I picture fun. like a cartoon like... Like when like a cartoon character is like impoverished and pop. Yeah. And why am I not saying this right? Impoverished. Poverished. There we go. Uh, and then like wearing the barrel with like the straps around yes. the shoulders. <laughs> yes. Do you yeah. know what I mean? The little armholes yeah. through it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just tucks into it like a turtle. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, night. <laughs> that's living in a barrel for you. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like in the middle of the street, <laughs> like people are now walking around it. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> that's great. Any last words from the cat? No, just some person. Was as good as last. Thanks time. for listening, everyone. That was incredible. <laughs> that's uh, hilarious. And weird, and um, you should see if you can find some other ones about. Are there any pictures of them? No, not really. Or no, like they said, sorry, like the pictures and stuff. You know, right? you know what I mean drawings yeah. there's some like sculptures pictures like afterwards pictures mm. you know like renaissance paintings and yeah stuff like that like long okay. after he's been dead post all the pictures on instagram of the him eating drinking the hemlock oh yeah, Socrates? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 all right cool 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 Thanks, guys short but sweet i love it instagram Social website media. twitter yeah <laughs> Alexa Marcy. twitter twitter <laughs> um that's it. I like it. Yeah, me too. That was weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. What a journey. Bye. <laughs>